Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Ksubis daf Memvav. We left off in daf Memhei Amin Beis. We are at Visava Rabbi Yehuda. Four lines from the end of the page. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children, and also the Zechon Nishmas, his mother, Golda Bas Simcha. Also by Rosie and Mark Friedman, Leila Nishmas, Rosie's father, Mr. Eugene Gluck, Yehuda ben Yoshua, whose third yard site is Tuesday, the Nisham Shevan Aliyah. Also by Henry and Mindy Orlinsky, the Zechon Nishmas, Henry's father, Menachem Yitzchak ben Yaakov Yisrael, the only survivor of his family of 10 children who volunteered to fight in Israel in 1948 and then re- built generations of Shomri Torah mitzvahs with the Muna Pshuta, dedicated by Henry Amindi Olinsky, also by Cheryl and Mark Zephyrin in honor of their five-year Aliyah anniversary. Mazel Tov. So uh, we thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. What we're going to discuss today is first we're going to continue the conversation about whether the Parsha Motzi Shemra applies even if the husband was never Boel the wife. So uh, what, what, what did Rabbi Yehuda mean when he says that there's Malkus even if lo Baal? That's the first thing we're going to discuss. Two possibilities were Rabbi Yehuda meant by that because it doesn't seem that it's real Malkus to Araisa that a husband is going to get if he was Motzi Shemra when he was not even yet Boel his wife. Then the Gemara is going to discuss the source for the punishment of a Motzi Shemra. Where do I know that there's Mea Kesef and that there's Malkus and, uh, and, and what's the, where's, where's the Ashara in the Torah for, uh, for Motzi Shemra? They're going to have two possibilities of what the Ashara is in the Torah and Afkamina between those possibilities. Then the Gemara is going to discuss whether the guy gets punished for Motzi Shemra if he didn't pay the Edom. Meaning, here's what we know for sure. If he hired Edom to lie and uh, they're found to be Edom's own, he's for sure going to get punished. That's uh, that's class example of Shemra. If Adam came on their own, the husband didn't say anything, and they just showed up to Bezdin, for sure he's not going to get punished. He's not a Motsi Shemra. He didn't do anything. Adam came, and they lied. That's their problem, not his. What if he asked them to come, but didn't pay them to come? So that's going to be a discussion in the uh, in the Gemara. Then the Gemara is going to have a machlokas if Motsi Shemra can apply, even if Lobal. We're going to go back to that machlokas, whether Motsi Shemra can apply, even if the husband didn't have Bia. But now we're going to start bringing Rayas, and we're going to bring four Rayas from that seemed to suggest that you had to have had Bia in order for Motsi Shemra to apply. And then the Mishnah on the base is going to start a new discussion about the rights and the privileges of a father and a husband, a father in his daughter and a husband in the wife, and the Gemara is going to go through the Maramakamas of where we know that the father has such privileges or that a husband has such privileges. So let's begin four lines on the bottom of the page, Andaf Mem Heyam in the base. So the Savar of Yudha Lukla Sloka Mikal Makam, does Rabbi Yudha really hold? that a, a, a man is going to get Malkus for being Motsi Shamer on his wife even if it was low Baal, even if he never had Bia with her, Vatani, we have a price that tells us, Rabbi Yudomer Baal Loka Lo Baal Leina Loka. The Rabbi says, no, only if he actually had Bia with her does he get Malkus. If he didn't have Bia with her, then he's not going to have Malkus, he's not going to get Malkus from Motsi Shemra. So the Gemara is going to have two possible suggestions of what Rabbi Yudah meant when he said that he gets Malkus even if Lo Baal. So Rabbi Nachum Yitzhak, Loka, Marcus Madras, Midrabanan. First possibility is maybe Rabbi Yudah holds Lo Baal Leina Loka in the Dalraisa sense, but below Baal, he could still get Makas Mardus, Makas Mardus on a Durabanan level. What exactly is Makas Mardus? The Rambam in Uchas Chamitzumatzah, Paragvav writes that Makas Mardus means we beat him up at Shetetzinav show, meaning in a certain sense it's more Chamer 
then Malkus Midaraisa, because Malkus Midaraisa is finite. Malkus Mardus, you just beat him up at Shetetzei, Navsho, and the, the Ran explains within Shita Sarambam that Ichmiru Bidivraisa from Yosem Mishal Torah, sometimes we're more Machmir on the Rabbanans than we are on Doraisas. The Ritva, however, quotes Ramah that Malkus also means, and Malkus Mardus means that Bezdin Assess is what we think he deserves, meaning they try to figure out, you know, how bad was this, and, uh, you know, based on each situation. In Chuvas Arivash, he quotes from Tosas and Marcus Mardus is Lamitas Malkus. It's just that they're not, uh, you don't swing as hard. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's 39, just like Marcus Midaraisa, but it's a little bit lighter in the sense of uh, the, uh, the severity of each blow that, uh, that, he's, uh, that he's given. Um, whereas the Rabbeinu Tam is quoting the Shittik Borum and the Mordechai, that Marcus Mardus is Yud Gimel Malkios, that it's one third of the Malkus Minatora, so a, a, a wide range of Shitos in terms of what exactly is uh, is Makas Mardus, but be that as it may, it's different than Malkus Midaraisa. So when Rabbi Yudha says Ba'aloka lo Ba'aleinu loka, that means Minatora. But when he says that even if lo Ba'aloka, that means Makas Mardus Midrabanan, a second possibility of what did Rabbi Yudha mean when he said that even if lo Ba'al, you get Malkus, Rapapam, or my Ba'aloka, the Ketani Hasam, Mamon. When he says that uh, uh, that, that uh, Ba'aloka, in the second b'risa, it doesn't mean malchus, it means to pay money. And that's like the Rabbi Yudha in the first b'risa, that you get malchus even if lo ba'al means that you can get malchus, meaning not real malchus, it means that you're going to have to pay, that the monetary payment is going to be there uh, only uh, if you are ba'al. So that's uh, that, that, that you get malchus even if you're lo ba'al, but me'asela uh, is only if you are ba'al. So the way this, uh, this answer is touching up the stira between the two Bryces is that we're changing the pshat in the second Bryce. I mean, the first answer said, no, no, the second Bryce that says, ba'a loka, lo ba'a loka, that's true on a Daraisa level. Now what we're saying is that no, when the second Bryce says, ba'a loka, it doesn't mean malkus, it means that you uh, you pay you pay money. And that's exactly like Rabbi Yuda in the first Bryce, that you get malkus even if lo ba'al, but me'asela is only if you are ba'al. The paying the money is only, is is, is, uh, is only if you're a Baal. So says Gemara, yeah, but that means that you're taking the word loka and you're saying that it means mamon. Where do we ever find that loka means mamon? So the truth is, the idea that loka means something other than malchus, that's not so unusual. The Gemara in Shabbos Tavsadi Zayin says, hachoshed b'kshirim is loka begufo. That doesn't mean malchus, it means some sort of uh, punishment. Begufo, that he's going to suffer. It doesn't mean that uh, Bezin gives him malchus, or it says, uh, in a solar eclipse is chamaloka. What does it mean chamaloka? It doesn't mean anyone is uh, is is uh, whipping the the sun. Uh, no, it means some sort of chisaron in the sun. The light of the sun is being blocked, so it's called loka in that sense. But the mamon malchus. But says But do we ever find that mamon is referred to as malchus? It says Yes, in Vatanya. we have a brisa that talks about someone who, uh, who in the of Erechin, someone who's uh, committing uh, the the Erech of something to the base of Mikdash. So Omer Chatsi Erki Alai, person who says, "I'm going to give to Bedekabayis half of my Erech value." So no sin Chatsi Erko. Then he gives half of his Erech value. If his Erech value is X, he gives half X. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudah Omer Loka Venosin Erech Shalim. That no, you you can't pay half of your Erech value. We give the guy Malkus and he has to pay Erech Shalim. Says Omer Loka Amai. Why would we give the guy Malkus? He's just trying to make a donation to the base of Mikdash. So he gave the, he, he, you know, 
he, he got an aliyah and instead of saying uh, 10 times chai, he said 5 times chai. Who gives 5 times Right? I mean, what, what does that mean? That you're going to give the guy malchus for something like that? Samra papa, be'erech shalim. No, it means that he's loke be'erech shalim. That, that we, loke doesn't mean that he gets malchus. It means that he's going to have to pay erech shalim, that you can't give half of an erech. My time, why can't you give half of an erech? Can't you give, every dollar counts, every donation should be acceptable. So why can't he give half of his erech? So because we're afraid that if we let a guy take a nether in such a way that he's going to give chatzi erko, then we're afraid he might also try to give erech And erech is an impossibility. Erech means the erech of half of my body, which by definition is the erech of his entire body, because if you cut his body in half, he will die. So uh, that, that, that's and therefore it's the Erech of the entire body. So because people might get confused between Erech and Chatzi Erko, so we always say you just have to pay Erech Shalim. Not only on, uh, on Erech Chetzio, but on Chatzi Erko, you also have to pay Erech Shalim. So those are the two ways to understand uh, the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda as far as Malkus, if Lo Baal. So now the Gemara goes on to the source for the punishment of Motsi Shemra, particularly the source for the idea that he gives Me'asela, the source for the idea that he gets Malkus, that the husband gets Malkus, and where is the Ashara for Motsi Shemra? So says the Gemara, Tan Rabban, we have a Brisa. Va'anshuoso, the Pasuk says Va'anshuoso, in the Parsha Motsi Shemra, when it describes what we do to the guy. So, Zemamon, we know that that's a reference to Mamon. How do I know it's a reference to Mamon? The next words are Mea Kasef, right? How do we manage him? With him paying Mea Kasef. So, the Yisru Zemalkus. But when it says the Yisru, that's a reference to, uh, to Malkus. It's interesting that the Gemara Darshan's Va'anshu also before V'Yisru. If you look in the Pasuk, Pasuk says, V'lakhu zikne ha'irahi asa'ish V'Yisru also V'anshu also me'akasav. So uh, V'Yisru also is actually earlier in the Pasuk. But be that as it may, V'Yisru also zem Malkus, so bishlam anshu zem Malkus, so bishlam anshu zem Malkus, I get that V'anshu also must mean money because it says in the Pasuk that it's me'akasav and you give it to the Avianara. El V'Yisru zem Malkus, and where do you find that the Yisru is a reference to Malkus? We learn the Yisru that it says by Moshe Shemra from the Yisru that it says by Ben Sorumar. It says, and we learn the Yisru that it says by Ben Sorumar, from the Bain where it says, so by Ben Sorumar, it uses the term the Yisru and the term Ubain, and we learn Bain from the Bain of Vayim Bain Akosarash. Bain me bin rather that vayim in bin akosarasha. The parsha of Malchus uses the term bin. So since he uses the term yisru by Motsi Shemra and by Ben Soramor uses yisru and ben, and in Malchus he uses ben. So a equals b, b equals c, and therefore you see that you get Malchus for being Motsi Shemra as harul Motsi Shemra. So now we've proven the onesh for Motsi Shemra. But as harul Motsi Shemra minalad, where does the Torah ever tell me you're not allowed to do it? You can't give a person an onesh until there is an ashara somewhere in the Torah that says. That you're not allowed to do it. So two possibilities. Rabbi Lazar Omer, mi lo selich rachil. The Pasuk says, lo selich rachil. So you're not allowed to go spreading around bad things. Rabbi Nassim Omer, mi v'nishmarta mi kol davara. That mi v'nishmarta mi kol davara tells me that you should be nishmar mi kol dibor ra. That it's not only davara, but davara means dibor ra. Not such an unusual drasha. Beishamei has a drasha in Bamatziyad of Memdalim on the Pasuk of Hashem Rechinam al kol dvar pesha that it means even a dibor shall Pasha, it's Shittas Bisham, we don't pass like this, but that means that if the Shomer says that I'm going to use the Bikadon, even though he's a Shomer Chinam, that's Kishaleach Yad Bikadon, because he was Shaleach Yad Bidiburo, 
right? Uh, so, so he darshans a similar idea. I'll call dvar pesha. Dvar means dibur. So, v'nishmarta mikol davara means be careful about dibur. Right? Don't say things about your wife that aren't true. Don't uh, be multi shemra against her. So, v'rablazim uh, ma'itai meloamar mehai. What was wrong with that drasha? It sounds like a really good drasha. V'nishmarta mikol davara. Why would you have to come on to a different pasuk of lo selech rachil? What's wrong with v'nishmarta mikol davara? Well, is already used for a different, uh, perhaps more famous drasha of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair. There's separate iser that a person shouldn't have hirhurim during the day because it could bring him to Tumas carry at night. So nothing to do with Dibur, nothing to do with Motzi Shemra. That's about having hirhurim. What was wrong with the Pasuk of Lo Selech Rachil? Why did Rabbi Nassim not want to learn from Lo Selech Rachil? So as Harul based in Shloye Rachel Zev Kashal Zeh, the Lo Selech Rachil Rashi points out in the Trikun of Rachli Tihiyeh that uh, Basin shouldn't be soft on one guy and hard on another guy. They have to be fair in their treatment of both parties. So that's uh, what we learn from uh, from Lo Selech Rachil, and therefore V'Nishmat to be called Avara must be the the the, the Ashara for Motzi Shema. Now it happens to be this Isra of Al Yahar Adam Bayom that we're referring to. It's a drasha that appears elsewhere in Shas Mesach Savad Zara Dav there is a machlokas rishonim whether that's actually an isodal raisa or not to be maharher beyom in a way that's going to be maybe the day tuma belaila. So Tosus writes in the mesach savodzar davchav absolutely it's an isodal raisa. He says it's a, look in our gemara it says a pasuk nishmarta mikol davera that you shouldn't be maybe the day tuma uh, belaila and that uh, the, the uh, so uh, the the uh, so certainly it's a it's it's an isodal in Torah because if it were only nasmachta then the Gemara wouldn't be asking, oh no, I already used that for that limud, so how can I also use it for the Asara of, uh, of, of Motsi Shemra? You'd be allowed to use it if it was only in Asmachta. It's not already being used up. The Rambam, however, and the Shulchan Aruch don't quote this as an Isidarius from this Pasuk, meaning when they quote the Israel to be Maharabiyom, they don't say, and it's Minatora because of an Ashmachta we call Davara. So Rabbi Chaim and Achiezer wonders why they left it out, and he says it could be that they hold that it's only an Asmachta. The Uraim sounds that way as well, that it's only an Asmachta. That not to be Mustakla Baharayos, we learn from the Ashmachta we call Asmuchua Krov in the Ashmachta we call Davara. In the Kleisenberger's Shuvas and Avnezer Simonalev, he suggests that the that the Rambam has two rayas. That there must be the Rambam was was relying on two rayas. That it's not Da'oraisa. One raya is the Gemara in Kiddushin Daflamates was looking for a situation where Kadosh Baruch Hu punishes a person for Machshava alone. Well, if Nishmat called Avraz, it didn't Da'oraisa, so then that should have been an easy raya of where Kadosh Baruch Hu, an easy source of where Kadosh Baruch Hu punishes someone for Machshava alone. Second raya that the Rambam must have been relying on is Gemara Chul and Daflamet Zayin that Yecheskel is praised for the fact that he was never Mahar Biyom and was never Bali Deituma Belayla well if it's Nisad Da'oraisa to be Mahar Biyom and Bali Deituma Belayla so what's the big praise of Yecheskel that he didn't violate Yisurim Da'oraisa I would expect the Navi be Yisrael not to violate Yisurim Da'oraisa uh, one could argue that that's not the easiest Nisad Da'oraisa to avoid throughout a person's entire life so uh, so maybe that's still praiseworthy if he manages right meaning if uh, they say about the Chavetz he never spoke Lashonara his entire life. Uh, well, of course not. It's Nisad Daraisa to speak Lashonara. Yeah, it's still pretty impressive. Most of us uh, don't manage to never speak Lashonara our entire life. Okay, but that's uh, that's what uh, the Kleisenberger suggests. The Ramban has like an in-between sheet. He says that it is Nisad 
Daraisa, but this Daraisa only applies Bishas Yitzchel Melchama, because that's the context of the Pasuk, is that when you're going out, so when Chazal bring it as a general Isser of here or that, a more broad Dvar uh, Musr, but not the actual Isser Daraisa. What, what the Achronim struggle with Ramesh is a chuva about this, is what's the difference between that and Losasur Achrei Nechem? Losasur Achrei Nechem is also you're not supposed to look at things you shouldn't look at because it's going to be maybe the day here who maybe the day Tuma. So uh, the Rav Meisha writes that there are two different Isurim, that the gather of the, of the Isurim, the Shemat to be called Avara, is not to bring about Zerah Levatala through the Hirurim. It's not only about the Hirur per se, it's about what it's going to lead to. So therefore, says Rav Moshe, even to be Maharher Be'ishto Tahora, his wife is Tahora and she's Muterestim, and he's being Maharher about her by Yom in a way that's going to be maybe the day Tuma Belayla. That's also an Isurim Nishmat to be called Avara. Whereas the Isra of Losasuru, the gather of the Isra is Lahara uh, to do an Avera of Znus, like to plot to do an, uh, an Avera of Znus. And Nafkamina would be by Nashim, that there is no Chashash of a Tzar of and Nishmat called Avera doesn't apply to Nashim, but Losasuru Achrei Nechem probably does apply to Nashim. Right? Intuitively, if you were to ask someone, do women have an Isra to look at things that are inappropriate material? So probably most people would tell you just intuitively, yeah, but it's not the same as men, right? Meaning it's, a, yeah, but it's not quite the same. And the answer is, so Ramesha puts that in, into, into Psukim, right? That yes, because there are two Psukim that apply to a man being Mahara, only one of those Psukim apply to a woman uh, being Mahara. Now that which Ramosha assumes that there's an issue to be Mahara be Ishto Tahora is not so Pasha. The Ezer Mikodesh writes that uh, there's no such Isser, meaning it's only an Isser if it's maybe the day Tuma Belayla, but someone's Yeshla Pas Pesalo and he has the possibility of being with his wife because she's Tahora, so then it's not going to be maybe the day Tuma, it's going to be maybe the day Mitzvah Sona. So, there's, uh, so that's why many of the Achronim are not so convinced that there's such an Isser to be Mahara be Ishto Tahora. It would be very difficult to like parse out that iser, meaning like at what point, meaning a person is with his wife, and there's actually so at some point the hirurim have to start, otherwise it's not going to work, right? So it's, uh, the, the, at what point does the uh, does does the hirurim, uh, the iser of hirur uh, begin? So uh, anyway, that's a big discussion in the uh, the post. So back into our gemara now. So says gemara now. Now we're going to discuss what does the guy have to do in order to be chayiv for being Motsi Shema. If a guy never told Aidan, I want you to come and testify for me, and they testified against the wife that she was, uh, that she was Mizana on their own, and it turns out that they're Aidan Zomin, who ain't a lok of Aidan The husband can't be blamed for that. He's not going to be punished for that. But she and the Aidan Zomin that testified against her get Skila. Says if she's getting skila, then the Edom's own shouldn't be getting skila. The Edom against her shouldn't be getting skila. If the Edom are getting skila, she's innocent. No, one or the other. Either she's guilty and she's going to get skila, or she's innocent and the Edom that testified against her are going to get skila. This fits very nicely with the Shita of Tosos and the Rashba and the Rambam. There's a Shita of uh, the, the, the Rashba and the Mem and the Rambam that the Baal is only local mishalim if the edim if he brings the edim with the focus and the purpose of having his wife killed. So then I understand whenever she's not going to get killed and they become edim zomin, they're going to get killed because they were brought to try to kill the wife. However, Rashi and and Tosav there both assume that the husband is punished for moti shemra even if he wasn't miskavin lahariga, even if he was only trying to asser her on him and to be mafsin her ksuba, in which case the edim zomin uh, who who came with that uh, goal in mind 
wouldn't get killed. So, uh, so, so you see that it's not necessarily true that every time the uh, the the the, the, the Shemra is going to be uh, that, that, that the Edom are going to be found to be zomin, are the Edom necessarily going to get uh, going to get skila? Okay. So anyway, says Gemara, Taima the Lo Amar Luhu Amar Luhu Afal Gav the Lo Egrinu Lafukim Yudah the Tanya Rabbi Yudah Marenu Chayevat Sheyiskor Edom. Meaning what, what what was left unsaid but presumed is that uh, that that the the uh, the only time the husband is not going to get punished is if the Edom came on their own. But if the, he asked them to come, he just didn't pay them, but he asked them to come, <coughs> the, the, the implication is that he's going to be Chayev as a Motsi Shemra. And that's against Rabbi Yudha. Rabbi Yudha says he's only going to be Chayev if he paid them to come, not if he asked them to come and testify against his wife. So my time with Rabbi Yudha, where does Rabbi Yudha learn this idea that he's only going to be punished as a Motsi Shemra if he paid the Edim? It says the term Sima by Motsi Shema, Sima and and and, uh, and, and Sima by Ribis. Ksiv Hacha in Motsi Shemra it says Visam La Alilo Stavarim and he was Motsi Allah Shemra, etc. Uksif Hasam, and it says in the parish of Ribis, Losesimonolov Neshech. So Mala Halon, Mamon, just like by Ribis, obviously Ribis involves money. So Afkan, so to by Motsi Shemra, Mamon, it means Mamon that the husband paid the Adim that they should testify falsely against his wife. And only if he paid them is it Motsi Shemra. They also say that it's uh, based on that limud of sima sima. That it's only when he hires them for money that uh, that they're going to be that the husband is going to be considered a motzi shema. So by Rabbi Yirmiya, so Rabbi Yirmiya says, well, wait a second. If the whole limud that you have to hire with money is from ribis, is it limited to all the limitations of ribis? So what if he hired them but now with cash he's paying them in real estate? So is he going to be, uh, and is, is he still going to be a Motsi Shemra if those Edom are found to be Zomin? After all, there's no Isaribis by a Halva of Karka, and there's only an Isaribis by a Halva of Metaltalin. At least that's what Rashi uh, says, and Tulsa says that it's uh, clear uh, that if there was Ribis by Karka, then there would be no suffix of the Gemara over here. So you see from the, this is the source that there's no Ribis by Karka. It doesn't say it anywhere else. This is the source that there's no Ribis by Karka. The Rashba says he doesn't think it's such a Raya. It could could be that there is an issue of ribis bekarka. It's just that the xeros shava of sima sima is going on a pasuk that's talking about mamon. That's talking about ribis mamon. So it could be that there is ribis bekarka also. But if the whole limud is from sima sima, so the pasuk of uh, of the simul of neshech, that that particular pasuk is a limud about kesef, is a limud about mamon. Okay. So be that as it may, the question remains: What if the guy pays the edim to come testify against his wife, and he pays them with karka or pachs mishavu prutam? What if he pays them, but he pays them less than Shavapruta? There's no ribis, Pachs Mishavapruta, or Shneem Bepruta Mahu. What if he pays both Adim for one Pruta? So, meaning over here, it's a more nuanced question that even if you assume that it's a Din Mamon, how do you look at the Din Mamon? Is it based on what he's paying, and he's paying something that's considered Mamon because he's paying a Pruta, or is it based on what they're getting paid? And each of them is only getting paid a half a Pruta because he hired both of them for, uh, for a Pruta. It's amazing that their integrity could be bought for such a cheap price but that was the uh, that's that's the the shaila of the gemara this shaila in general whether we look at the giver or the recipient uh, comes up in a number of different uh, different cases in 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 halacha um, the gemara in kiddushin uh, has a shaila in the first part of kiddushin a guy is being makadesh uh, on behalf of his uh, son 
sons, his two sons, two, two women, uh, and he gives one pruta because he's being Makadish, two daughters, two sisters at the same time. So do we say that the, the people transacting are the fathers of the sons and the fathers of the, the father of the sons and the father of the daughters? So it's, it's a pruta that's being given? Or do we say, no, we look at the chasan and kala, and there are two chasanim and two kala. So each one is being uh, is, is having a kiddushin for half a pruta. Or in Bab Metziah and Dafsadivav, the Gemara says, Bayram Berchama, Sha'al Shtei Paros Lasos Pem Pruta Mahu. Do you look at the Shovel of Mashil, where there's a deal of a pruta, or do you look at the Paros, and each each par is only doing a half a pruta of, uh, of, of work? So this is a discussion that you have a broader discussion in Shas about. This came up in the Chuva Sefer, in uh, the, uh, I think it was the Chuva Torah Lashmar or something, where they asked, uh, the, the Shailu was, an ani, the, the halach is that a person who has Masayim Zuz is not, no longer allowed to collect tzedakah. So what if two people give an ani Masayim Zuz bebas achas? They both hand the Masayim Zuz the same time. I mean, if one person writes an ani a check for a thousand Zuz, he's allowed to take it, right? It's just that if he already has Masayim Zuz, he's, a, he's a, you know, you're not mechalik tzedakah to him. So what if someone gives it, but you can give him at one time, you can give him more than Masayim Zuz. But what if two people are giving him at one time more than Masayim Zuz? Do we look at the no saying or do we look at the Mechabel? So that's what uh, the Torah of the tells to, to our Gemara, right? He tries to make the comparison over here to our Gemara. So anyway, by Ravashi, Ravashi has further questions about Motsi Shemra. Hotsi Shemra al Nisuna Rishonim. Let's say a man married a woman, divorced her, and remarried the same woman. And he's now Motsi Shemra on the first marriage. <laughs> you know, we have to, that Beirus in the first marriage. So Mahu, is it too late? Because it's not in this marriage anymore. Or Al Nisuayachiv, let's say his brother was married to this woman, and then his brother dropped dead, and now he's the Yavam, and he's being Motsi Shemra that when you were Be'erusin with my brother, so uh, is that a valid Motsi Shemra? So Pshot Miachada, so we can answer one of these questions. So Mahu, the Gemara wants to know what the din is. So Pshot Miachada, at least you see over here that it's Lazah Velo Liyavam, that it doesn't work when it comes to a Yavam doing uh, Motsi Shemra. Okay, now we had said uh, just before that there's this Machlokas between Elizabeth and Yaakov and the Chachamim. If a person is Motsi Shemra on his wife before he was ever Boel her, if the husband was Lo Baal, is there a din of Motsi Shemra? Is that included in the Parsha Motsi Shemra? So the Gemara is going to revisit that Machlokas and bring four Rayas. So my Rabban, my Rabban Yaakov, where do we see such a Machlokas between the Rabbanan and Rabban Yaakov? Ditanya, we have it in the following Brisa. Shemra. How does a Motsi Shemra play out? Meaning, give me a case, a Motsi Shemra. So Bala Bezin, the husband comes to Bezin, Va'amar, uh, and he says to, to the Avianara, Ploni, lo Sir, I married your daughter, she doesn't have any Besulim. Must be that she was Mizana before the Nisuin. So, if there are Aiden that saw that she was Mizana while she was Be'erusin with him, then she only gets a $100 Ksuba. What are you talking about? If she was Mizana Tachtav, she loses her Ksuba and she gets Skila. There's no way we're giving her, uh, you know, we're going to dock half the payment. No way, she's Chayv Skila. So, no, no, what we meant to say is if there are Edom that she was Mizana Tachtav, then she's Chayev Skila. But Zinsa Meikara Yeshlok Subamana. If the Edom come and say, yes, she was Mizana 10 years ago before you ever met her, then she just misrepresented herself as a Basula when she was really a Bu'ula. So that she gets Subamana, she gets a Ksuba of a Bu'ula, even though he married her, Aldas, that she is a, uh, a Basula. The, uh, the Rashi's assuming that, uh, that the, the Gemara is assuming like that Shita and Tanaim 
that if you're Konis Yisha Bechaskas Pesula and it's Nimtzis Bu'ula, is Yesh Luksuba Mana. That's a Machlokas we had earlier in the Masechta, that no, maybe that's a Mekach Talos Lagamri, and she gets nothing. But we're assuming now, like said, that this Tana is assuming like that day, the Yesh Luksuba Mana. Nimtza Shashemra Eno Shemra. If it turns out that these Edom are lying, so who loka Venos and Meyasela? Then the husband gets Malkus and he has to pay Meyasela. Bain Baal, Bain Lo Baal. Whether he had Bio with his wife or whether he didn't have Bio with his wife. Rabbi Lazman Yaakov says, no, only if he was actually Boel's wife. That's the whole parsha of Motsi Shemra. So there you have it. Tanakama says, the Chum say that even if Lo Baal, the parsha of Motsi Shemra is operative, and Rabbi Lazman Yaakov says, no, only if Baal, the parsha of Motsi Shemra is operative. So says the Gemara now, Raya number one, that Rabbi Lazman Yaakov is, uh, it must be correct. Bishlam, the Rabbi Lazman Yaakov, Hainadusiv, Uva Eleha, the Ekrav Eleha. According to Rabbi Yaakov, you look at the words in the Torah. It says, which sounds like Bia. Right? Again, again, seems to be a description of Bia. So the Torah itself describes Motsi Shema and what the man says in terms of Bia. According to the Rabban, what is he says no means that uh, that he's motzi diba against the wife but it doesn't mean that he's boel her and means that he spoke with her to be mevarer whether she was mizana or not they were schmoozing after the wedding and before they had bia he, he, had, he saw some causes for concern in the uh, the conversation so uh, so that's right number one right number two bishlam the rabbis of Yaakov Yitzchiv lo matzasi levidcha besulim that the guy says I lo matzasi levidcha besulim that makes sense if he had bia with her el rabban my lo matzasi levidcha besulim but according to the rabban what's the lo matzasi levidcha besulim lo matzasi levidcha kishrei besulim it means that I couldn't find Adim to be machshir the daughter to verify that she's a besula but it doesn't mean that he actually tried that he actually had bia so uh, that's uh, the rejection of Raya number two. Raya number three. Bishlam the Rebbe Yaakov Hainu Duchsiv. Pazuk says Ve'ele Besule Biti that the Avia Nara comes and takes the sheet that uh, you know and says Ve'ele Besule Biti. Look, there's blood all over the sheet. So it sounds like uh, there there was a sheet and there was blood and then that meaning there was Bia. El Rabbanon my Ve'ele Besule Biti. According to the Rabbanon, what's Ve'ele Besule Biti? Ve'ele Kishrei Besule Biti. The Rabbanon would say it means that he brings Adim that can verify that his uh, daughter was a good girl that she uh, that she had not done anything wrong. That are ma- How could they verify that? They weren't with her 24-7. Meaning that are Mazim, the Edim, that were against her. There were two Edim against her. So he brings the father, brings Edim that uh, turned those Edim into Edim Zomnin. And final Raya, Bishlam Ufar Suasimla, that they, the Pasuk says they spread the sheet, that the Avi Anara and, uh, and, and the Eim Anara spread out the sheet of their daughter in front of the Zikne ear to show that, look, there's Dan Besulim, and that the husband was was lying about her. El Rabbanon Mayu Farsuasimla. According to the Rabbanon, what's going on with the sheet? Some Rabbi Yavo Parsu Mashasamla that they they clarify the truth uh, of the uh, claims made against their daughter. Kedetanyo Farsuasimla Melami Shabbat Edim Shazev Edim Shazet Uvarnas Dover means that we bring all the Edim, all the evidence on both sides, and we try to clarify what happens. Kisimla Chadasha. We try to fa- clarify what happened, like a, like a finely pressed, uh, neatly pressed uh, uh, sheet. 
a piece of clothing. Meaning we just try to make it clear that it should be obvious and clear there shouldn't be any twists and turns. We should know what all the facts of the case are. Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov Amr Dvarim Kiksavan, Simla Mamish. Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov says, no, it means Simla. It means that they actually have to take a sheet and they bring it in front of Beisdin uh, and if they're, they're able to demonstrate that there's uh, Basulim on that sheet, that there's blood on that sheet, then uh, they're, they're Mevara, that she was in fact not Mizana, the Ramban writes that the Baal is not punished unless there's a sheet that shows that there was uh, that, 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 uh, that, that unless he brought a, a suitor to Beisdin uh, that didn't have Dam on it and then, then they bring out the real sheet that it actually did have uh, a Dam on it. Uh, however, then the Ramban quotes another day uh, that it doesn't mean that if he's not Motsi a suitor or that the father doesn't bring a suitor with Dam that the husband is not punished. It means that you need the possibility of the Avi Anara bringing a suitor to Beisdin, which which means that it just means that, that there had to have been bia, that there had to have been, without bia, without the husband having had bia, according to Rabbi Yaakov, then there is no Motsi Shema. Okay, so now another detail about uh, um, punishing the husband. Even though throughout all of Kala Kula, bia Shalokadarka counts as a bia in, in all the arayos and all the surim of bia, even bia Shalok dark accounts, so uh, we, we never find the chilek, the makos, the onshin, forgetting malkus, and forgetting misa, avul motzi shemra chilek. But when it comes to motzi shemra, there is such a distinction. Einu chayiv at sheyivol shelo kedarka, v'yotzi shemra kedarka. The bia that the, uh, that, the, that, that the husband had with the wife could be even a bia shelo kedarka, but the motzi shemra, what he's claiming against his wife, that she was mezana, has to be a claim of a bia kedarka. If the claim was of a bia shelo kedarka, then it's not Motsi Shema because the claim has to be Lomatsasi Levitcha Basulim and Biyashalokadarka does not remove Basulim. So says Gamar Kaman, which Shita is this price of following? Remember, we just had a machlokas between Rosmiyakum and Lechamim whether uh, the Parsha Motsi Shema applies even if the guy never had Biyah. So Ikra Banan Afal If it's going like the Rabbanan, then even if there was no Biyah at all with the husband, uh, it's a Motsi Shema. And Ikra Blasman Yaakov, EDV ED Kedarka and if you're assuming like Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov that everything in the parsha is literal so then uh, the husband also has to have had Bia Kedarka because he has to be able to say Lo so he has to have tried in, in the Makam Besulim that no what it means to say is you're only going to be Chayv Malkus Mamon if everything was Kedarka so in that sense it's different than the rest of Kala Tarukula because in Kala Tarukula Bia Shalok Kedarka also counts as a Bia so it makes this different is that everything has to be kedarka when it comes to uh, when it when it comes to motzi shemra? Okay, so that ends the sugya of motzi shemra. Now the Mishnah moves on to a different discussion, and that is what are the rights that a father has in the uh, daughters in, in the daughter, and that a husband has in uh, the money uh, monetary interests in uh, in in his wife. So avzakai bebito, the father has the rights with his daughter if she's a katana or an ara bekidusheha bekesef. He could be mekadesh or uh, give her off for Kiddushin with Kesef and keep the money also. Bishtar, he could be Makabal Ishtar Kiddushin for his daughter and Ubebiya, he could uh, give his daughter over to a man for, uh, for Kiddush Ebiya. And Zakai B'Metziyasa also, if his daughter finds a metzia, the father gets it. If the daughter does any sort of malacha that uh, that makes some money, the father gets that. If uh, she takes a neder, the father could be made for the neder. And if the husband, the daughter's husband, is divorcing her, he could be makabel to get from the husband 
as long as it's still Eresin, as long as they haven't yet had Nisuin. But if, uh, if uh, Nechassim, if the daughter gets a Yerusha from her mother's side of the family, then the father does not receive that Yerusha. And he's not allowed to benefit from, that, uh, from those Nechassim while she's alive. Um, so we have to set it aside for when she grows up. And then, uh, uh, but if she dies, the father will yarshin it. But otherwise, we set it aside for when she grows up. Nisais, if the daughter has Nisuin with the husband, then yes, her love of Then in addition to the Metzi and the Maisiya Daim and the Farsin Darm, all the things that the father got, husband gets all that, plus if she gets a Yerusha from her mother's family, so that Baal is allowed to be Ochel the Peros of that Yerusha, and the husband is also to support his wife, and to uh, if she's held in captivity, to redeem her from captivity, and to bury her if she dies. Rabbi Yudah Omer, what does it mean to pay for a burial? That you need uh, you need to hire two Chalilin and Mechonenes to do a proper Esfid, to do a proper uh, Maimid by the uh, by the burial. So because of Minelan, so says how do I know that the father is Zakai in Kiddusha Kesef for his daughter? So Amar Vida Amar Krak, because the pasuk says by an Amar Ivria who leaves the Rishos of the Adon when she when she has Simani Narus when she grows up a little bit. So it says Viyatzachin Amein Kesef that when she leaves the Rishos of her master, uh, there's no Kesef that goes to the master. So ooh, we darshan from there Ein Kesef Ladon Zeh Viyesh Kesef Ladon Acher Umanu Aviyah that when she leaves the jurisdiction of that person, namely her Adon, there's no Kesef that changes hands. But if she leaves the jurisdiction of her father, then there is Kesef that changes hands. So you see that that's, uh, that's the way I know. The father gets Kiddusha Kesef. That just tells me that there is Kiddusha Kesef. How do I know that the father receives Kiddusha Kesef? Maybe the daughter is the one that receives it. Well, Hashavia Mekabal Kiddusha It's illogical. If the father's going to be the one that's giving her over for Kiddushin, it's most logical that he's the one that receives the Kesef Kiddushin. So, that, the, so, so that's how we know not only that the father has the rights to give her over for Kiddusha Kesef, but that the father gets to keep the money of the Kiddusha Kesef. So says but maybe that's only true of a Katana who can't give herself over for Kiddushin because she has no Das. And that's why the Torah says that it's totally the father's rights. But maybe a Nara who's considered a Gedola, she's a Bas Das, and uh, she could do Mecca Chumemka and things like that. Maybe we should say that she should give her, she should have the ability to give herself over for kiddushin, and and therefore she should get the kesef, and the father is not zakai in the kesef kiddushah. So how do I learn? Uh, how does our Mishnah know that even by a nara the father has the rights to the kiddusha kesef? Because I'm a krab in Saviha, Kol Shvach Nurim La Avia, a separate pasuk, the pasuk by Afaris and Adarim, and nothing to do with Kiddusha Kasim. It's by Afaris and Adarim, it says Bunura Besavia. So we dash from there that Kol Shvach Nurim La Avia, anything that comes to her while she's in Ara goes to the father. That which Ravunam Rav taught that, how do I know that that which the daughter produces goes to the father? That the father has right to sell her to an Amma, so he's selling rights that he has. So Maisiyadayim of an Amma go to the master, so the Maisiyadayim of the daughter must go to the father. So you see from there that, that there's no 
other limud that teaches us that shvach nu'urim lavia. Well, lamali, why do I need that, Trasha? If you have to Savia to tell me that all shvach nu'urim goes to the father, I shouldn't need that, Trasha. Elahu ba'afars nedarim uduchsiv. No, b'nurabi savia is only about afars nedarim, so it's not a good Trasha. But maybe I should learn from afars nedarim to all other dinim amunis. You can't learn dinim amunis from, uh, from Isr Vaheter. And therefore, uh, just because uh, the father is right in afaris nedarim, it does not mean that he has all the dinim amunis rights. Maybe we should learn the din that the father is zakai because of kiddushin of the daughter from the fact that he's allowed, he receives the knas payments if someone is ma'anis or mefat and the daughter. We don't learn kesef of, uh, that's mamon from knas because the whole din of knas is a chiddish, so uh, we can't learn from a chiddish. is not a chiddish, and that's a regular mamon payment, and we know that goes to the father. We had whole sugyas about that before, so maybe we should learn that the uh, that the father gets all rights of mamon. No, shiny boshes begam davianami shaykh bey. Boshes begam relates to the father also because uh, he has shaykhus to, the, to, to that money because he, he has the ability to be mevayisher and to be pogamer um, because uh, uh, the, 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 the same boshes that she experienced with the ones by giving her for kiddushin to a manuval or mukashchin and uh, taking money for that. So it turns out that someone who's uh, is, is, is ma'anes, a, uh, a girl, uh, cost the father the boshes begam as well. And therefore, he can get that payment. But other payments of the Kiddushin or whatever, that's got nothing to do with him. So it must be that when the Torah is Mimayit, a Yitzia, it's a Yitzia de When we say that uh, that, that the uh, the Amma Ivriya, when she goes free, does not have it, there's no Kesef. So uh, it must be uh, that, that the Miyut is that in the same way that in Amma Ivriya, there's no Kesef. By Kiddushin also, there's, uh, the, but, but by Kiddushin, there is Kesef. That just like by the Yama Ivriya, Ein Kesef the Adon means the Adon that she's going out from. So when the Torah is being Mimayit, the, the, the daughter leaving with Kiddushin is Yesh Kesef. It means Yesh Kesef to the one who the daughter is leaving from, namely the father. And that's the real uh, the real Limud. They're not comparable. When you give her over for Kiddushin, she's not totally gone. She still needs Mesir Lechupa. The father still has to give her over. Whereas uh, by Yama Ivriya, She's gone. Once she becomes a Nara, she's out. So says But as far as Hafars Nadarim, she leaves the father's Rushus. He no longer has exclusive rights in her Hafars Nadarim. And that's good enough. That makes it a good enough comparison to Amiria. And that's how we know the father gets Kesef Kedushin, Kazain Kesef Ladunzah, but Yesh Kesef Ladunacher. Okay, tomorrow we'll pick up the two dots at the bottom of the page. Have a great day, everybody.